For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the casual fan. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob at Say Hey Rob. And uh, make sure you're subscribed and following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Robbie, happy Monday, August 24th. How's it going? Happy Monday, August 24th. Man, 2020 is flying by, thank God. But what's not flying by now is the San Francisco Giants. Uh, you want to get right into it. Because six <laughs> in a row, Doug. Six in a row. Six in a row what? Losses or what? No, man. The opposite of the losses. The shit that we didn't think we'd be seeing. What the They've fuck, They've won six man? games in a row? Six motherfucking games in a row. <laughs> I'm going to start watching now. The Giants are 14 and 16. Through 30 games, and we are officially, officially halfway through th- this 2020 season. It's crazy, dude, because I know we have a loaded episode and we'll get into it, but um, it's funny because last Monday was coming off that A series where they should have won at least two or three. They won zero of three, and then they lost that first game to the Angels where Trevor got, got it, got again, if that makes sense, <laughs> and uh, gave up the lead late. And yeah, Monday night, they were yeah eight and sixteen, and things were looking. I don't, I wouldn't even say bad. It was just like okay, well now this is this is what we kind of expected. Yeah, watching the games kind of felt like a job. <laughs> Without at pay. that point, so we can call it an internship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, we don't get paid ever. Yeah. So it's For crazy. It's crazy what a week can do, man. Um, because, uh, long story short. Playoffs started today. Your San Francisco Giants would be in it. Now, I know there's a different format this year, but I guess we're thankful. Uh, they, would be, they wouldn't even be the worst team in the playoffs. Seed-wise, they'd be the seventh seed. I think the Rockies would be the eight right now, correct? Yeah, scrubs. Yeah. That would give you four, <laughs> that would give you four NL West teams out of the eight. It's Imagine not year. being in the top seven. Imagine not being in the top seven. Right? Couldn't be our team. So it's weird because so there's the three divisions. The top two get in automatic this year, and then the basically 
So there's your six. And then seven and eight are filled by the next two teams in the AL or NL with the yep. best records. And the Giants have the seventh best record. So whew, crazy stuff, man. Crazy and stuff. The world works in funny ways. <laughs> so after that Monday loss last week to the Angels, they haven't lost since. They, they took the next three. They won the next night Tuesday in Anaheim. Then they came home, won Wednesday and Thursday. And then um, they went on to beat the division foe, Arizona Diamondbacks, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that wasn't even the most exciting part. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that next. But let's touch on that D-back series real quick. Uh, Friday night, Giants win 6-2 over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, Six more runs, ten more hits. The Giants continue to just be pretty impressive at the plate, man. Um, let's get going on Friday night. Well, you know, I had a little optimism, you know, on Friday, especially come off the three wins against the Angels. And you had a struggling uh, Robbie Ray come into that mm. game. The walk machine this year. You know, I like, I've been tracking most of his starts. He's not been good. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, if the Giants are as good against lefties as I like to think they are, they're going to fuck up Robbie Ray a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, it, di- it didn't go – you know, it started off a little slow, but eventually they, they got to him a bit. You know, it was nice to see Longoria get number 300. Talk about an over oversight on everybody's part. I had no idea he was sitting at 299 for so long. And then – especially during that Angels series, you know, all the talk about pool holes, you know, tying, tying maze and stuff. And I mean, I was kind of half-assed rooting for that to happen, <laughs> but, and then that doesn't happen. Then we get Longoria hitting 300. I'm like, Oh shit, we weren't even talking about this. So good for Evan Longoria forever giant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Yaz had two more hits that night. Um, and obviously we'll talk about him more in a little bit, but, uh, another really, another really, really good night for Logan Webb um, on the mound. Seven innings, two earned, no walks, eight strikeouts. Um, the cool thing is, and um, I do want to get into this later because we are going to talk um, some Gabe Kapler. Uh, but he got to he got over the century mark, man. One hundred and two pitches. Yep. So uh, he got left in a little longer, lowered his ERA down to three two nine for the season. Now, really, really good ERA for mm-hmm. a twenty three year old. But 100, uh, 102 pitches, 71 strikes. It's very That's good. That's a really good ratio. Eight strikeouts. Yep. And then um, follow-up time after that to close it out, Watson and Rogers. Um, Rogers been a little better as of late. A little bit, yep. Um, Tony Watson's been really good all year. Um, got the eighth inning, two strikeouts, um, a 104 ERA now on the year, so – um, maybe the, you know, Achilles heel of this team, the bullpen starting to slowly come around, you know, we'll talk about them a little more. Um, any closing thoughts on game one from Friday? Yeah. The new catcher. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that, that that's a big boy. Joey Bart is, is his name and, uh, hitting the piss out of balls is his game. That, <laughs> that, okay. His first double, that was some shit I hadn't heard come off a giant's bat and, I'm talking bonds. I mean, I don't know. Like that would that sounded like that sounded like Cody Bellinger. That ball's you know? pissed on. Yeah, that's the sound Cody Bellinger makes every time he makes contact with a ball. And so 
if you didn't know anything about Joey Bart before that at bat, man, I, I hope you know now because every, everything up to this point has been, you know, minor league stuff and video that has been stolen from me multiple times, but that's fine. <laughs> you know, NBC Bay Area. But Always yeah. set your source. Right. But yeah, that guy, we'll get in more of him later, but he belongs. But too, and yeah, we will talk more Joey Bart. That wasn't even his first game. I forgot. He came out Thursday um, and finished that series against the uh, Angels. So, did he? Yeah, he did. So, oh, he oh, was I like him. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's played in in four games now. Actually, Saturday in game two. But I just want to I want to wrap up game one real quick. Um, another home run that night from Wilmer Flores. My my and. Uh, Another guy that's been added onto my everyday player uh, list. The dude's hitting really well right now, man. Yeah, um, he's killing it. And, and the thing he's doing too, and I, I, you know, we don't need to get too much into specifics and stuff, but the way he's the the low and in fastballs, the way he's turning on them and still hitting yep. them for power and pulling them, dude's dialed in right now. And yeah. so um, I love seeing Wilmer Flores right in the middle of that lineup, man. Give him, give him to me in the four, five, six spot right now. So. Yeah, all around good night yep. Friday. He, he gives um, that lineup length. He does. He really does, especially now with Bart in it. Like, you, you got dudes that can hit consistently, um, you know, one through seven. And the crappy part is and, – and and I guess it's a positive, but it's kind of getting lost in the last few games because they've still been playing well. Is losing Austin Slater, man, who was playing mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. And then uh, he gets hurt with the the groin injury. Um, I'm hoping he can come back immediately after those 10 days um, from the injured mm-hmm. list. So we'll see. We'll Get see. well soon. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, um, Bart didn't start in this game, but he ended nope. up pitch hitting, and you won't believe it, his one plate appearance, he got a hit. Um, <laughs> and it was his double. It was his third double. So through mm-hmm. three games, three doubles for Joey Bart. Um, Embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Uh, but – uh, Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Gallon, who's been having a really good year, pitched Very well good. again. He's Very pitched good. Well, I know he's on my fantasy team. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> six innings, um, just one earned, six Ks. Did walk four, um, which, you know, we'll talk about walks in a minute in that night. But um, this was a really good game um, until late. Uh, Tyler Anderson was the story of this game. Um, Absolutely. The first giant to go all nine this year, which is great because the dude's, I think, 29 or 30, mm-hmm. um, you know, pitched with Colorado a couple years ago. Um, all nine, complete game. Uh, the one run he gave up was unearned. Mm-hmm. Uh, four strikeouts, no walks, 103 pitches. Another example of Gabe Kapler letting his starter go. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that, Rob? No, no that, was, that was great to see. And – you know, if you're anything like me, and you are, you're looking over your shoulder that whole game thinking, okay, when's the bullpen getting up? When's the bullpen getting up? Anderson's at 80. Oh, shit, okay, he's at 90. Oh, damn, they might let, they might let, let him go all the way here. And, I mean, he looked as good in the ninth as he did in the first, you know, if, if we're being honest. Like like you said, 103 pitches, that's not, that's not that much for throwing nine innings, you know, yeah. and 69 for strikes, you know. Nice. So yeah, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's just you know that that's fantastic because we talked about him a few weeks back, and we both said it's hard to judge a guy who started his career in Colorado, Colorado, you know, because 
what do you really know about him? You know, okay, he struggled in Coors Field. I mean, who the hell doesn't? So, and the other thing I liked about that game too, early on was they got a lot of pitches out of Zach Gallon. That's how yeah. they got into the bullpen and beat up on that shitty Diamondbacks bullpen. Yeah, Gallon was was a little wild early, and they were patient with them. So, yeah, very good to see. Yeah, and speaking of that Diamondbacks bullpen, that's when Grace came in in the seventh, oh, yeah. uh, didn't record an out, gave up three earned. And I know um, Gara, the guy who came in after that, you know, couldn't throw a strike, it feels like. Um, the, the Giants had eight walks that game. And you know what? If you're – and they only had the five hits. So if you're not hitting well, you know, take advantage of wild pitching. And yeah. it doesn't matter how you score runs in today's game. So just Be disciplined. Be disciplined exactly. if, you're, if you're not seeing the ball well. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Bart got a pinch hit um, late in that game. Actually, it was pretty big. It kind of blew up their four-run seventh. So um, it did. And then uh, one more note from that game: Brandon Belt two more hits, and then we'll get into game three yesterday. And mm-hmm. it, obviously, you know, Robbie and I are very critical of Brandon Belt, and um, he. But we said he's a very streaky guy, and we I, was it in our last episode, or it might have been two ago. We said, hey. He goes for two or three weeks where he sh- he's playing how we think he you know always should have been, and uh, Brandon Bell's been pretty good the last I would say ten games. Um, yeah, and so we can transition into game three that way. Um, sure. But the Giants won six one yesterday. Brandon Belt three hits yesterday, two runs, upped his average up to two seventy four for the season now, which is very respectable. That's very and, good. Um, for his on base percentage. His on-base percentage is a solid 357 because you know he loves to walk. So, of course. hey, Brandon Belt, stay hot. No, you know what? With I think what's going on with Belt right now is, you know, we know he's streaky. He's always been like that. But the fact that everybody around him is hitting as well right now, I mean, that makes it so much easier. I mean, dude, and dudes have been on base when, when, he, when he came up. So that, that helps too. You know, you got, you got Yaz, and, Yaz and Dickerson both on Saturday, both drew two, two walks in front of him and this is one of those things where in years past I think we've been very critical of Belt because you know he's making all that money and he's there to drive and runs and the last couple of years nobody on this team could hit yeah. right now everybody's hitting and so that's got to make his job a, a little bit easier like I'm not I'm not saying you know let's let's ride him all the way home or anything but you know he looks good right now and I think there's just a little less pressure on him right now so it's nice to see it's just nice to see a Giants offense yeah. contributing on a daily basis now I mean this is a I I had tentative to say it but it's a good offense right now um it is right now for sure so let's enjoy it while it lasts you know um but yeah yesterday uh Mike Yastrzemski birthday boy yesterday hit his seventh of the year in the sixth inning the following inning um Alex Dickerson hit a three-run bomb. Uh, so the power continues to be there as well um, for this he, team. Ten and, hits yesterday. And, and he needed that specifically. He's he been, did because he's kind of been struggling the last ten yeah, games or so. Average down to 2-11. Two, two mm-hmm. And speaking of that, you know, the Panda had two hits. And yeah. I, th- I think with – So did Longo. Yeah. I, and I think, I think especially, you know, with, with Pablo having no ties to the team right, right now moving forward – after Hunter Pence got DFA yesterday, I, that might have put him on notice just just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not afraid to let anybody go, which I know yeah. you and I are all for. Um, right. And we'll, we'll, again, we'll talk about 
Hunter Pence in a little bit. We do. We have we have a lot to talk, cover today, so yep. we'll get to it. But you know me, I'm a I'm a pitching guy. Um, and dude, Trevor Cahill yesterday, man. And I remember I said before the game, Trevor Cahill needs to be Trevor in the letter Cahill. That was Eight a good of one yesterday. Eight of them yesterday, through five and a third. Um, only one earned. He only gave up one hit. Walked two. Um, 88 pitches. His ERA now down to a beautiful 1.64. Trevor Cahill. Remember when he got that start in Houston, and we mm-hmm. thought it was be him or Andy Suarez. Thank God <laughs> they've gone down the Cahill route because even though he's been pretty limited in his innings before yesterday, man, I mean, it looks like he's finding something. And you know what? I'll take that over what we saw from Andy Suarez the last couple of years. So, well, and remember when we were kind of guessing who would get that start in right. Houston, we were like, you know, we, we know what we're going to get from Suarez. Yes. Let's yes. see Cahill, what he can do uh, with the team right now. And he's delivered, man. He's been really good. And I know a week from today is that MLB trade deadline. So mm-hmm. who knows? Um, he could very much be available and the Giants could flip him for, for someone. Um, it's, it, it's just nice to see, you know, him do this when we had the littlest of expectations for him. Mm-hmm. So anything positive from him is wonderful. Sounds like several players on this team this year. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, 10 more hits yesterday. Like you said, Pablo two hits uh, Longoria two hits. he's hitting over 260 now. So um, yeah, I mean, the offense continues to, to deliver. And then the bullpen for the giants yesterday, like I kind of said, uh, you know, from Friday moving on, Maybe the bullpen's kind of starting to settle in. And because I, I, I have something I want to say regarding the whole pitching staff going into the Gabe Kapler discussion. But okay. um, Berger got the win yesterday. Um, Watson was great. Rogers is great. Garcia continues to be great. Maybe he's the closer uh, right now. Who knows? Not safe right situation yesterday, but yeah. Um, Very fluid situation, yes. So yeah, uh, great all around day and series from your San Francisco Giants, 14 and 16 through halfway part of the season. Um, did not get swept. Did not get swept. In fact, they did the sweeping. Um, Who would have thought? Joey Bart. We've been wanting him realistically since the season started. I My arguments were there's no minor league games being played. He's not getting game time or, mm-hmm. you know, game reps. Um, he's up in Sacramento. Sure. He's training every day, but there's a difference between practicing every day, even scrimmaging every day and actually playing. And I knew kind of once he hit that mark of beyond uh, wasting a service year, um, on the MLB timeline, which was actually a couple weeks ago, but he finally got a shot and dude, he's delivered offensively and defensively a media upgrade and yep. all of us on twitter that's been bitching and begging for him all year look like geniuses yeah <laughs> very smart people we are although i've i didn't bitch as much because i kind of i kind of knew they were playing the waiting game with it because it, in the last week of the mlb all these top picks have gotten called up it's been crazy and it's, it's fun to see like Casey Mize is throwing tonight. It's yep. his second start already against the yep. Cubs. So that's going to be exciting to see against a lineup like that. So, but yeah, there was no reason for him not to be here based <laughs> on what we saw from Trump and Heineman. I mean, I mean, they gave them their, their shot. And, but 
know, you can only watch that for so long knowing that your top prospect, you know, is, is a fucking catcher, <laughs> you know, like you, you gotta, especially with the team winning and that's a gl- been a glaring hole since the season started. So yeah, I mean, we, we saw it coming and, you know, thank God it happened. He's just he's he's been an immediate upgrade overall at the catcher position, and yeah. like we kind of touched on earlier, earlier he extends that lineup immediately. Um, right away, he's he's I, small, small. You know, uh, I can't even think of the word right now. Small sort source of uh, production here, but four for twelve in those four games. So he's hitting three thirty three. Uh, his on base is four sixty seven. Three of those four hits for doubles um and he's shown like you said earlier that first double he had down the left field line was it like 109 miles an hour on the exit velocity lord the dude's gonna start hitting for power it's gonna come so just be patient and Uh, um, he almost knocked over the center field fence true true (laughs) uh the great thing is too though is he's been really good behind the plate and you, you know obviously the number one thing and it probably gets overlooked than more than anything is calling pitches. And I believe that they have him calling games right now already. And look at what the starters have done. Look at what the bullpen's done in those games. Yeah. They're already the, – the pitching's already better. And um, that play he had yesterday where there was a pop-up in foul territory in the third base side, dude, those are not easy. You're fighting the ball, getting backspin. You're fighting the sun. You're fighting Evan Longoria coming in trying to get the ball as well. And he did a great job holding on to his helmet to the last second. Coaches preached that, and he didn't even right. toss it. He just held on to it. So, right. Joey Bart's been fantastic. Poor Evan Longoria. He must have saw his life flash for his eyes with big-ass Bart coming at him like, right there. My God. Yeah, how big is Joey Bart? Dude? Was he 6'3", 245 or something like that? He's, he's a imposing boy. Fa- imposing person. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. So, um, we're very happy – Joey Barks, and I, I'm interested to see. I know we're looking way too far ahead, or I am, but interested to see what happens next year because he continues to produce. He's got to be up with the team next year. Um, you know, it's either him or Posey that's going to be at first base probably, and then right. I, I would imagine if Brandon Belt's still around, which he probably will be, um, maybe he's their DH next year. Yeah, but he's that's better a possibility he's, now. But he's good, in the, he's good at first base, but if he's not playing first base because, you know, you'd rather have Posey and or Bart in the lineup, you know, maybe they move Belt out to the outfield. He's played out there before. I really so, hope not. I know. I'm just saying. But because Who the knows? Giants have some young outfielders waiting in the wings. But, yes, yeah, I mean, you can DH with Posey, Belt, Bart. I mean, you can – Interchange. Can all, they can really all switch up if, if it comes Absolutely. down to it. But either way, Joey Bart, yeah, don't leave. Hang around, please. Yeah. Um, Okay, Gabe Kapler. Um, he's been he's been under the heat of Giants Twitter um, for this entire first thirty games. Some mean um, people out there, you know. There are some mean people. You and I have been pretty consistent <laughs> backing him and saying, "Hey, first of all, the season with the roster, with it only being sixty games, he's not getting fired this year. You got to push through it. Give him at least a full season next year." And, and and judge him off of that. I, but, I don't even know. I don't even know if we've been backing him. We're just not killing him. <laughs> well, we have backed him 
in regards to what he's done with the lineup because well, um, well that's actually working and it's worked almost every day it is and right. because he's had to change it up some guys that are batting lower in the lineup have moved up and vice versa and mm-hmm. I, you know kind of like a puzzle it's worked um obviously his big knock has been uh going to the bullpen who he's bringing in mm-hmm. and that's why i wanted to get to usage because now we're starting to see the last few games, starters are getting left in longer. It seems like for the most part, he's bringing in the correct guys out of the bullpen and they're starting to get the job done the last five or six games, obviously. Right. Um, do, could we factor in maybe because it was an odd spring and they had such a short, you know, quote unquote, spring training, were they purposely, you know, treating it like an extended spring training possibly do you think to to have shorter outings for the starters and now they're finally getting extended into full outings and that's the purpose behind everything what do you think well i think farhan scott harris and kapler they have a formula they're big on analytics they Mm -hmm. you know they're all about the money ball you know and then it's worked it's you know it's fine it's got it's proven to work but i think they went into the season with that approach going okay well this is what we do and this is how we're going to do it but Cueto and Gosman, both Cueto multiple times, has been outspoken about being pulled early and his pitch count. And I really think I don't, I can't confirm this, of course, I'm not there, but I do believe there has been, you know, some dialogue prob- probably exchanged and they've come to a bit of a compromise because Kapler's clearly recognizing that this team needs to extend the starters to have any type of immediate success i mean that's been evident over the past week where yeah. i mean we, we, we we've seen it now four days in a row and you know this is a two-month sprint you know there's no reason to baby the arms there i mean what are you saving them for right and you got throw analytics out the window at some point when you know you have a bad bullpen you have yeah. to you know and i think like i said the starters have been outspoken and it's showed immediate dividends because we don't know like what happens if they're pulling Cueto after 80 pitches the other night or, or Gossman or, or Webb, you know, we don't know what happens. I mean, you probably get two more innings with Tyler Anderson, totally forgot about him. You know, you get how many more innings of bullpen baseball do we get if they're going strictly by the book by, or by their book, not, not the book, their book. So I think there's just been a bit of a, just a bit, a bit of a compromise to have the immediate su- success that they've had, you know, in, early on. I mean, to us, 14 and 16, that's immediate success with this roster. 100%. And um, if they hadn't been doing all the pitch count analytics stuff the first couple of weeks, they might have a few more wins. Who knows? So I, so I really don't think they were using it as like a tryout type thing or just, okay, we don't know how good these guys are, so we're, we're going get to them, get them all some work. No, I think they were just going by, by their playbook. Well, what I meant was, was it, by extended spring training was, you know, pitchers are used to having uh, start and throwing, you know, normally in like January, right. late February, they start pitching in games, and they have pretty much the whole month of March to extend their pitching. I, I, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily a um, tryout thing. I was saying I'm trying to say that um, 
he's hmm. working up pitch counts for starters. And could be. you could say that that's what happened. And now it's starting, like you said, to pay dividends. And especially because he's leaving guys in longer. Um, Saturday, Anderson goes all nine. The overused bullpen gets a much needed night off. Yeah. Yesterday, um, they had what, four levers? And uh, yeah, four levers, but nobody threw more than 18 pitches. They have a day off today. That bullpen is completely fresh going into the Dodgers series the next three days. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just huge. So finally, they're getting yeah. some rest because sure. the starters can go long. So. Sure. But the, yeah, the, the only reason I don't think he was using it as a, as a bit of an extended spring training is because the pitchers had been outspoken about it. And they, they, they've addressed it. And, and normally, if that was part of the game plan, they, I don't think they would have done that. But, yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're totally right, though, because now, now that we have a, a rested bullpen, like you just said, it's going to be interesting to see how they run this series against the Dodgers because I really, I really don't want to see Cueto get pulled tomorrow night. Get if hung out at, for dry there. At, either, if, you know? if, if he's at like 85 pitches and – Oh God! It's the third time through the lineup. All right, Johnny, get the fuck out of here. And then here, here comes Wandy Peralta, you know, ready to go. And we, <laughs> we just don't. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. So uh, let's just especially against that lineup right now. I mean, the Dodgers yeah, are playing man, really like, well. It's gonna be a big test for everybody tomorrow. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. A, a big test for me and you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, moving on to the next thing. Uh, Hunter Pence was brought back this year, and and we won't spend too much time on it. Um, obviously, you know our sentiments, how we feel about guys that have been around forever. Obviously, Hunter Pence got brought back, had a great year in Texas last year, got brought back um, this year, one year, three million dollars. So it wasn't it wasn't such a big burden that he was here. I think it was maybe more that he was. Um, it's it, again, it's not the financial waste. It was kind of the waste of the guys that could actually produce right now, even against <laughs> left-handed pitching. Um, you know, uh, Hunter Pence, uh, uh, 56 plate appearances. He had five hits and 52 at bats, an 096 average, Ooh. two home runs, six RBIs. Um, <laughs> just really struggled not seeing the ball it's really suspect plays out in the field. Um, I'm just really glad I'll say this and I'll I'll let you talk, and then we can wrap it up on the subject. I'm really glad that the Giants front office, and probably Kapler as well, and and you you know how Hunter Pence is. He's a great dude. He gets it. He even tweeted stuff out yesterday. Like I saw. He he had an idea stuff was coming, Um, which, you know, that's why he's been playing so long now. Uh, It's like his 13th, 14th year. So he's a true pro. He knows Um, Yeah, but it was time, and um, he's been struggling. And you know our sentiments on guys that are around for a long time. It's it's we're very critical of them. But um, you know, for me personally, thankful for what he did, especially from for 2012 and 14, Jeez. and even Can't even a couple years that. after that. Yeah, he had a great great career in San Francisco. Um, we'll probably have his plaque outside on the of the wall in Oracle Park someday, probably in the next couple of years. Um, Guarantee it. I, I think that uh, I think he'll get picked up maybe and given one more shot this year. And then if it doesn't so. go well, this may be his last year. Who knows? Yeah. But um, those are my thoughts on Hunter Pence. Thank you, buddy, for the years. And, um, yeah, forever a giant. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. You know, Pence 2.0 kind of turned into Pence 0.096. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
you know what? Like you just said, man, there's, there's no reason to, you know, drag him along when the Giants have guys like Jalen Davis and Steven Duggar, and then even beyond that, Elliot Ramos and Hunter Bishop. And there's just no reason to drag him along through this process. I mean, if, if, if he was, if he was hitting well, then yeah, of course, you know, because he would provide a role. And right now, you know, it, you kind of feel bad for him when he's out there. I mean, at least I did, you know, especially in that game in LA where he just loses that fly ball. And, you know, I'm not going to say he cost Cueto a no hitter, but I mean, at the time being he did. And I think I felt bad for him more in that moment than I've felt bad during any of his strikeouts. And he probably felt worse about that than when he got cut yesterday. I mean, I mean that, that, that guy's been around forever and, you know, he knows the deal and he's been nothing but a true pro. And from all the things I heard today from guys like Dubon and all these young guys, you know, Yastrzemski, you know, that guy brought it every, every day, whether he was playing or not, and whether he was hitting the ball or not, and he didn't hit the ball at all this year. So that shows a lot about, you know, the kind of guy he is and not to get too mushy about it, but yeah, man, we're, yeah, we're going to miss him, and hopefully uh, a team, a good team, not a shit team. I want to see him go to a shit team, you know? I hope he goes to a yeah. good team, you know, like maybe like Cleveland or a team like that who can get a little run and maybe get some postseason ABs. It's a, it's a great know? year to have a universal DH. That's um, what I'm saying. So he can get picked up on both sides. He's got, you know, realistically maybe half the teams that could use his services. And sure. maybe he gets going. Yep. So thank you, Hunter Pence. Um, Thanks. Come again. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, Later. <laughs> uh, the Giants made another trade yesterday. Another, another trade. trade. It's the third one already. And we're not even in, like, we've just now entered the week of the trade deadline. Um, and it's another one of those subtle trades. Um, this one's kind of interesting, though, because if you look at the – the career numbers of uh, Daniel Robertson, Robertson, um, he has produced. And the, I think the thing holding the back, I don't think he's played at all this year. Um, he played 74 games last year. He had a thumb injury that's kind of sidelined him and has been um, preventing oh, him from, from getting going. But he's only 26. He was a first-round pick by the Oakland A's back in 2012. Yeah, 2012. His port, um, Stockton Port. That's right. And uh, we know Robbie loves to go to the port games. Um, but the, the cool, I, I always do this with Robertson. I always do like Robertson and Robinson. I mix them up in my notes. I put both. Because of Dwayne from D2. Robertson. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've hearing a lot of uh, analysts saying he's actually changed his swing, and it's a lot like Justin Turner's now. So he's kind of got that high leg kick um, kind of swing going for him. and um, So he's crowding the plate. And he's a he's a plate crowder, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I I did read that he, you know, I didn't know it's off the top of my head, so I'm not showing off or anything. But he got bean 13 times in 2018. Well, that is and, incredible. And and you know we do well. 2018 was his best year. He hit 262. But I wanted to get more to this, and this sounds funny by now because we've mentioned this a few times. But we know Farhan's a Moneyball guy, which you know the definition of Moneyball is. He gets on base. He gets on base. He's got a career on base percentage of 340. 
pretty solid. It's probably um, cheating. Maybe. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, stand on the plate for fuck's sake. Uh, the, I don't want to get – we don't need to go too long on this. But the, the, inter- the things that interest me is he can play anywhere in the infield. Mm-hmm. And he has played some left field in his career. So he's like a true platoon guy. He's the utility. Um, he's a platoon guy. Which, you Just know. Put me in coach. Yeah. Yeah, which the great thing, especially on this team, there's multiple guys that can play multiple positions. So I think Farhan likes that where it's it gives him flexibility of guys he can bring in off or, you know, Kapler can bring in off the bench, spot start somewhere. Um so it's interesting. And, again, it's one of those trades where they just gave up cash considerations. I thought they traded that guy uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> but he came, he came back around again somehow. Maybe he always same name. always around. Like, I don't know how he does it. Cash considerations. Like, you must uh, know somebody. Traded for the umpteenth time in his career. So. But, hey, <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that yeah, he was part of the Ben Zobris trade in 2015 when, he, when the, the A's traded him to the race for Ben Zobris. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, that was a big trade at the time and a very overlooked person at the time, I'm sure. But, yeah, interesting. He's 26. So, I mean um, – Didn't go to college, right out of high school. So, eight, eight years of big league ball. Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, maybe if he gets healthy, he can help out down the strength. I, I, I think that he would be one of those guys they'd add to the active roster and he can, if he's healthy, he'll probably be available to play. I mean, he's had big league experience and he's still fairly young. So – yeah. Um, Be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, uh, the deadline is in one week. Yeah. Um, we last week on our State of the Union episode went over possibilities. Um, you know, regarding the Giants moving forward, I just want to say this: we don't need to go into specific details because I, I I think you and I kind of share our same beliefs. Obviously, one week later of who they could move and who they could get in return or what they should be doing let's rewind real quick to last year Giants got hot in July and um, there were a lot of rumors and I'm sure the phone was ringing off the hook in the front office regarding Madison Bumgarner and um, don't forget Samarja was having a pretty decent year last year too he was probably available to some extent Um, and they didn't get moved so basically nothing happened at the deadline regarding the Giants last year. So they said, we're not buying, we're not selling, but we're going to ride out this wave. Obviously they got cold, missed the playoffs. This year, a little different. Like you said earlier, it's now a 60 game sprint. They're halfway through the season as of today. um, One week to the deadline. And I, again, I am a trust and Farhan guy. I'm sure he's still thinking of the next few years and not thinking of this shortened, does it even really count season? Um, I'm just scared that maybe they buy instead of sell or even stay put because right. they do have some pieces that would be really sexy to some teams right now. Yeah. Um, God, I'm just hoping they don't get into buy mode. That petrifies me, the recent success. Yeah, I don't think that's going to even cross their mind because there's no, there's no reason – to believe that this team that's currently, you know, with us can can really compete in a playoff series against a, a legit contender. Now that could change in a week. I mean, our my our minds could change. They sweep the Dodgers, or they win two out of three, and then they sweep Arizona again. Well, we could be yeah. Look at how we, shit. 
look at how we felt a week ago compared yeah. to today. So you're exactly right. We can, but the the Giants' biggest issue is is that a lot of teams are just like them right now, and and the Giants' biggest glaring need is bullpen help, and there ain't nobody out there who's about to give away good bullpen arms, reliable bullpen arms like your Tony Watsons of the world. Sure. They're not just going to give those guys away for a prospect in, you know, bumfuck double A, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's just yeah, – because usually you can get relievers on the cheap, and I'm, and I'm sure Farron's going to be out there, you know, you know, kicking tires on everybody and making phone calls. But it's just – it's not realistic to believe that this team can do – what's necessary to compete for a championship this year, which is address a very young and just not very good bullpen. Let's be real. Yeah. I don't know what kind of guys like the, the pirates are, are the pirates maybe the only team right now that are okay. You they're really bad. suck. They're <laughs> you know? Like they're like six, I and was, like 17 or 18 or something like that. Yeah. I was just going to bring up the standings actually, so I can get an idea. Hmm. I, I would say this. I mean, obviously there's teams that you look at it realistically, like they're out, but, um, yeah. Teams that like you can count out now already. Who would have, I mean, the Boston Red Sox, nine and twenty. The Angels, Angels right? nine Angels, and twenty. Yeah. Um, the Pirates are seven and seventeen, and actually the entire NL West is still in it. Um, right. So yeah, there's no, there's again, like you just said, expanded playoffs. There's sixteen teams this year. The Giants are in it somehow. Um, I I think I said the other day. I, Nobody knows what's going to happen in this next week. I'm sure there's some pieces that would love to get moved. Obviously, we we talked about last week who we'd love to get. I would love to see. I still would see at this point. And, again, you know, you said it depends on how this this next week goes, especially this three-game set with the Dodgers. Yeah, if they find a way to win two or three in L.A. or even sweep, good Lord. Um, yeah, I may be singing another tune because we're probably going to be, you know, recording on Thursday after that series. So Right. Um, yeah. I would, I still would at this point, at this point, would still love to see Cueto get moved, and I would yeah. still love them to see them. if they can get something for Solano. Right. So those, yeah, that's I mean, my feeling. And you know, you know what? Just thinking about it, you know, the Daniel Robertson trade just for the for the immediate time, man, that could be a precursor to a Solano trade because they're they're kind they're kind of the same type of player, and Robertson's got big league experience, and he and he's younger, and just. And like, I, no guys like guys like Cueto and Solano, and you know, I don't know what the market's gonna be for Drew Smiley. I know he's eligible to come off the IL pretty soon, but yeah. it's not gonna be enough time to move him. But the thing about Smiley is he's a lefty, and everybody wants lefties. So that's so that that's a guy right there. I mean, I think all the guys that we talked about last week, and, and even Gossman, mm-hmm. you know. I think all those guys are going to be on the table for discussion. And Tony Watson can't forget about Tony Watson. Yeah, but yeah, for the yeah for the for the Giants to be real contenders, they would have to go out and acquire some serious bullpen help. And I don't see that that coming through. Like the Phillies, the Phillies were smart last week. They went out and traded for Brandon Workman from Boston, who was who's Boston's best reliever, and they jumped the gun on that. I think they were smart. But, well, because Philly's but they, got an awful bullpen. They have a roster. They, you know, they have dudes. They have a lineup. Yeah. Yeah, not and bad, they are not a bad starting rotation. Yeah, they just missed a lot of games, and they're not. I mean, they're like nine and thirteen right now. They're not playing well, but they have a roster to where they they think, oh hell, we get in the top eight, man. It's game on. Sure. So, just get in. So 
yeah, for a team like that. But the Giants, I'm sorry. Like, at this point, you know, you, you can't expect them to start thinking, oh, shit, we can do this right now. Because I think Farhan, Scott Harris, and those guys, I think they're, they're a little smarter than that. At least they've proven to be so. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? Just in case he's listening, we can't say the Giants didn't do anything last year at the deadline because they got Rachel Dubon. That's true. That yeah, is for true. Yes. And they dumped a lot of money onto the Braves for Melanson's contract. For Melanson, so yes. So yes. last um, year, yeah, no, nothing big, but significant things happened. But, but, but again, those were, in my opinion, future moves. So which entails to, yes, Yes. we need to, we need to trust in what Farhan and Scott Harris are doing. Those were not, Hey, we're competing. The, the we're competing now mindset comes from, they didn't, you know, they didn't go sell more last year. They kind of, for the most part, besides those two, those two moves stayed stagnant, which means they're going to ride that team out. And sure. Um, I, one of our Twitter buddies on there yesterday made a good point. You know, it was Bochy's last year. Um, they wanted to ride it out and see if maybe that he can get one crazy ride to get into the postseason. And you know the Giants in the postseason when they get there. I know I, I'm not a huge history guy, but you know Bochi knows how to manage bullpens in October. And who knows? Who knows with baseball? Bochi's a Jedi. You know we we know, but <laughs> but yeah. And but but the guy that we didn't talk about just now, who's going to get a lot of calls, is uh, Wilmer Flores. Teams are going to come calling for him. So we'll, yeah. that's, that's going to be interesting. And, you know, it's funny because Solano has cooled off. He's started to cool off. But, He's only um, hit 375. I know, I know. But, you know, I, uh, I would understand and not be upset, I would say, if Wilmer Flores got moved. But, man, I've kind of grown to him right now. I just Same. I, and I, I mean, everybody, I hate, really, the whole offense. I hate, I hate being that guy because we are very much anti-player like player loyalty, you know, I would say. At least I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. I I love what Wilmer Flores is doing right now, and he's not getting paid much, and so just yeah, you know, hold on to him if you can. But no complaints here. I think I think when we record after the Dodgers series, we'll have a lot more of. I think so. Okay, this is what's gonna happen, and I I think I think Farhan's kind of waiting on the series too. If if they go yeah. and get swept, it's kind of like okay, okay. Well, so. and well, and not, and not just the Giants, a bunch of other teams too. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you, I mean that. I mean that it's it's huge right now because, like we just said, everybody thinks they're in it aside a few teams. So, but I want to I want to transition into the Dodgers real quick. But the Giants six straight, the Padres who are in second seven straight, and the Dodgers twenty two and eight in first place. They've won four straight, nine out of their last ten. Right. NLS is pretty damn good right now, man. Except obviously the yep. Rockies who are on a downtrend, and obviously the D backs, but um. The Los Angeles Dodgers. It's the third time the Giants will be playing them uh, this season. They've won three of the seven against the Dodgers. The Dodgers have lost eight games this year. The Giants are to blame for three of those. It's a miracle. Um, yeah, I, you know, maybe they just have that rivalry number on them. <laughs> but the, um, it's the first time and last time they'll be playing in San Francisco. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of a huge series, actually. I, I was thinking about it earlier this morning, and I'm just like, well, it's the Dodgers. They're going to win the West, whatever. But, you know, yeah, now that we've kind of talked. Yeah, they are. But now that we've kind of <laughs> talked more about it, it's like, you know, how the Giants' success in this series could be actually 
the definition of the rest of the season, what they do at the trade deadline, how they handle their young guys, how do they handle their old guys. This is a gigantic series. And um, I'll I'll let you kind of go on the Dodgers. And if you want to throw in the probables the next three days, go ahead. No, yeah, this this series is going to be everything. And a week ago, we were thinking, okay, how many more games do we have left until the shit's over? But yeah, yeah, then yeah, things happen and here we are. And now we're kind of excited. But, but yeah, like, you know, if they even win a game, you know, in the, in this series, you know, that's, that's going to keep everybody kind of invested and thinking, okay, well, it's the Dodgers, you know, you're, you're going to lose two or three to them because, you know, they're just better. But they're then the I, but then, yeah, I, I think the big one though, the big one's going to be this weekend because it's Arizona again, I believe. And it if is. they, if they take care of business against them, that's going to really you know spice things up because at that point i mean if they go four and two let's say they go four and two oh. in these in these next six games 500 i mean yeah you you don't i don't think you're pawning pieces off for 18 and 19 year olds at that point you know at the, at the deadline so so yeah i mean this this is going to be huge and they're facing they're facing two lefties in this series, I mean, albeit these are very fucking good lefties in Urias and Kershaw. Kershaw might be the best ever. So, but the Giants yeah. have hit lefties very well, very and well. that's that's been their that's been their their bread and butter. And yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt not having Austin Slater in this series because absolutely because he, you know, he's had some pretty good games this year against L- LA and, and their staff. So and Kershaw and and, and Kershaw, yeah. <laughs> Try, trying to respect one of the goats, but yeah, he fucked Kershaw <laughs> up. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, you got Cueto and, and Urias tomorrow. That's gonna be. A, I would say that's a game the Giants need to win if we're being serious. Sure, they need to win that game. Sure, because you got Kershaw and Gosman the next day. The, that's that's gonna be another toss up. That's a true toss up, and then Bueller and Webb on Thursday, and. Walker Bueller, our friend Doug here thinks he's the uh, NL Cy Young. So, well, he was we my know, preseason. We, pick. we we know how good he is. He was my preseason pick. He's he's not having. He's probably not going to win it. It's kind of we're halfway through the season. But now but and, the but the Giants have struggled mightily against righties this year. So yeah, I think this is uh tomorrow's a huge. Does yeah? Thank God they're missing him. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, tomorrow, if we're being serious about this team being good, tomorrow's a game that they need to find a way to win because, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday don't look uh, too promising in my, you know, in my view. But it's going to be a good test to see where, where this lineup's truly at. And the bullpen and the starters, I mean, the whole team really. It's You know, you can beat up on the Angels, you beat up on Arizona. They are probably the – with the this this new regional schedule, they're probably the two weakest teams, Texas aside, that they're going to play this year. So this yeah. is going to be very very telling for everybody. It's uh, obviously we we talked about the pitching, the Dodgers line. It's the third time we played them. I mean, we don't need to pound it into your freaking faces, but they're good. Um, man, Mookie Betts got going. He's on fire right now. Yeah, and he was um, sucking the last two series against the Giants. So the Bellinger's here, power. Here we go. 
Bellinger's power is starting to get going. And, uh, you know, my guy Corey Seager is back. He's healthy, and he's playing well again. Um, he's so, still having a good year. Our prayers were answered. He's fine, and now he's going to whoop this ass these Probably. next three games. Probably. Um, Man, what, but, what are we doing? You, you know, I, <laughs> I I agree with you. I think, I think tomorrow – there's a good chance Giants need to go. If Cueto can Cueto and just get through the fifth or sixth and, you Hopefully know, hope the bullpen is it's true. Get into the seventh maybe and the bullpen yeah. is rested and is on top of their game tomorrow. I think all hands on deck tomorrow. Go get game one. Um, game two. Huge. I think Kershaw's going to be a little pissed off from the last one. He's been rolling as of late again. Um, yeah. And I think it's finally time. Is hate as much as I hate to say this, and it just just as it, it'll be a figures kind of game. Gosman mm-hmm. going into the trade deadline. Um, obviously, I, I talked about how I feel about him, but he's obviously going to be available probably um, if the price is right. Um, it's a showcase game for him. Absolutely. I just I have a bad <laughs> yeah. feeling Wednesday could go sideways. Um, and Kershaw's Kershaw, and and Gosman gets lit up. I don't know. I just I have that feeling. You know, he, he, he threw good against him in his yeah. last outing against him. That was when he uh, – I mean, I'm pretty sure this was a hot gun, but he got clocked at 99 in that game. He did. He did. Yeah, I, I don't don't know how, how legit that was, but and that but was he, the game right there. That he, he, legit he, throwing, the game. he was legit hitting 96, 97 consistently. Yeah, no, he was. So, he was. But that um, was the game where, where Tyler Rogers got taken deep by A.J. Pollock and no. – and after the game, he said, hey, I was good to keep going. I was fine. And I don't, I'm not sure why they took me out. So he called a shot after that game. So I expect a good outing. Yeah. And so that's Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday is Webb and Bueller, correct? Um, you know, that's kind of like a wild card game for me. It is. I feel, I feel like if they are patient at the plate and Walker Bueller continues to semi-struggle throwing strikes maybe they can get uh-huh. on base with walks and they've been they've done that in some games this year they did it Saturday against Arizona um, and Logan Webb is continuing to just be good if he has a good outing who knows on Thursday so I would say uh, best case scenario they find a way to win two I think I think they win tomorrow I really do I think they'll at worst go one and two I'm going to be optimistic and say that it will win tomorrow. The other two, yeah, I'll let you know on Twitter. So we, we basically feel the same way then. I'll let you um, know on Twitter. I'm excited yet. <laughs> hey, real quick. I know this isn't in the notes, but um, Mike Yastrzemski is seriously involved in this MVP chatter, dude. Seriously involved. Right. Deservingly so. Yeah, And I think he's starting to get some national attention now. I'm sure Baltimore Oriole fans kind of know how it feels like to be a Sacramento Kings fan, especially after Luca's game yesterday. Um, you know, you're yeah. seeing, you're seeing, Ugh. you're seeing Yaz over here who like, he's not better than 25 guys on the Orioles is mind blowing uh, because I don't think, I don't think I can name the Orioles. I don't think I can name five dudes on the Orioles. Um, they're bad. I mean, actually, they, they play better than that, but that's not the point. Mikey Stremski should never have been just let go. He never even got a shot with the big club um, in Baltimore. But would you agree with me that all th- – I would say there's three serious NL contenders or NL MVP guys, and they're all in the West. I think it's Mookie, 
Tatis Jr. and Yaz. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. Like, it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around it because it's so sudden, you know. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, just I mean, it up on you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's really, it's really, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, it's just it's hard to grasp just just because. Yeah, this is a guy that yeah, like you said, nobody really wanted, you know. And I mean, the Giants exchanged Tyler Herb for him. Like I will never forget that. Who I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and to be and to be fair, the only reason I knew who Yastrzemski was was because he was Carl's grandkid. And but got to get he, tired of hearing that, right? But yeah, but uh, I but, do. When, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, 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 that's Yastrzemski's kid. Yeah, I've I've, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, he's like 27, 28. Damn, he must not be. He must not be very good. But no, I I think it's it's completely legit and. uh you know, I think you know, for obvious reasons, I think Tatis is everybody's favorite player in the last like seven days, you know, because <laughs> he broke the unwritten rules of baseball that we all hate last week. Good for him. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. And Mookie Betts is probably the best player in the game, you know, aside from Mike Trout. So right right now at the moment, yeah, Mike Trout's so, yeah. not even a top five player. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right now. Right, right, right now. Yeah, today. But yeah, I it's – yeah, I think it's it's warranted. The attention's warranted. And, yeah, you know, anytime the Giants get any attention, you know, that's not for being horrible. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. So, I, I know that wasn't scheduled, but I kind of just wanted to touch on it because um, I got to give real. you guys some love, man. He's he's definitely going to be – he's at least going to get some votes because yeah. the great thing we've seen about him is he's consistent. He's not – he doesn't go into slumps, which now he probably will. Um, uh, yeah. because I said it, Calling but yeah, again. <laughs> I know, but, but man, ever since he's gotten a shot last year, he's, he's just, he's like this and you know, the trend's going up a little yeah. bit and he did, he, he just did. plays, man. He did slump a little bit last year just for a little bit. And, but, but it was, it was short lived and they yeah. sent him down, but they called him back up almost three weeks later. And he's been lights out. Man. He's been lights out ever since. since. And what I noticed with him is he's hard to pitch to. Because he's he's very disciplined and he just squares he, he uses all the fields, and you know sl- you know sliders, curve curveballs, changeup, fastballs. Like he never looks fooled, and he, that's that's huge. I wish I had his stats up on this. He's fantastic with two strikes. He's never yes. out of an at bat. Um, he is willing to work work counts. Um, I mean, he's had several at bats this year that have gone in between you know six and ten pitches. So. Yeah. Um, and like you said, he, he's willing to use the whole field. I mean, you throw something soft the other way, he'll hit it up the middle or, or go with it and throws a fastball in the mid to high 90s away. He'll find a way to take it to left field. So it's he's been a, a pleasure to watch. And, and some people <laughs> – I want to say this too. I've seen some people say, like, please don't trade the ads. Please don't trade the ads. It's like, dude, he's under control they're, for basically – for basically nothing the next couple of years. He is our best player. He, unless he's getting moved for like, I don't know, Jake DeGrom, which <laughs> right. like he's not going anywhere. This is the new face of our franchise people for the next three years, at least get used to yeah, it. Yeah. I think that's a safe call. And yeah, I, I think there's no reason to think he, uh, you know, he's going anywhere, you know, keeps his hands back. He finds the top half of the ball early. You know, that's why he never looks fooled, you know. And he's pretty damn good on defense. Yeah, he's not bad on defense he's either. Not bad. Not N- bad. Nice catch on Saturday night. 
Yeah. Um, let's, we got one more thing and this was kind of added to the agenda today. Um, I brought up our buddy, uh, Chris Steven last week and he's been pretty Good involved girls. on, pretty involved on uh, Twitter with us, asking us questions and, and he loves interacting with us during games. And um, like we've said before, if you have stuff you want to talk about uh, here, here on the podcast, we'll put on the podcast. I think he wanted what we're going to discuss kind of like responded on Twitter. And I was like, no, nah, this would be good for the podcast. So um, interact. With I haven't us. We'll seen these questions. Not really. Yeah. I barely, I barely looked at them too, because I wanted to, I wanted to do them on here and kind of be surprised by them. So he yeah. kind of gave us an over under um, on things. And um, by the way, Chris, I know you, I know you'll listen to this. Can you give us some like halves, like more halves, like two and a half on something? I know you did on like one or two of them, but some of them are like full numbers. And Robbie's cool with pushes, but man, I want to hit or miss. So, hey, <laughs> when you push, you live to see another day, okay? All right, let's try and keep this rapid fire because we've kind of gone long. So, okay. first one playoff wins, one over, under, under, or push, under. I agree. I think they find a way to fuck it up and not get in. Um, Hope not. Second one, MVP votes for Yaz. He says one. So one vote for Yaz for MVP. Over. I say over too. I think he, he's going to get legitimate, but I think that he'll be a top, I'll say at worst, top four MVP candidate. I think he'll so get a too. couple first place. I, I don't see him slowing down. That's all. I agree. That's kind of going off my consistent um, comment. Third one, home runs. Now this is where it gets cool. This is now I'm staring at these home runs hit yeah. by shortstop three, the rest of the year. The rest the, going forward. Yep. Okay. Uh, over. Over. Okay. Yeah. I say under. Okay. I say under, I, I don't think about Crawford's got one this year and who else would play there? Maybe Dubon, du, Dubon and, Possibly not a huge power hitter and Solano. Remember, they have to be playing shortstop that game. No, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> so I think three is actually a pretty good line. Um, yeah, that, that's a good line. I could see that pushing or under for me. I'll take okay. the under. I'm going to go with five. Going froggy. Okay. <laughs> froggy five. Here's a fun one. Ready? Saves by Trevor got two. Under. I'm going to. I'm going to legitimately confidently say a push here. I think he gets two more. I think Kapler's going to give him one more go, and I think he'll succeed, and then he's going to fall off again. Even though I would like to see um, Garcia. Like, he, he's been really good. And or is that who I'm thinking of? Am I thinking Har- of Harlan Garcia, yes. Harlan yes. Garcia, yes. The he's pitched really well, yes. Pitched or, good last or the, year as well. Or the other lefty, Tony Watson, the vet, if yeah. he's still around. If he's still there, dude, that's that's yes. the big one right that's, there. That's yes, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. So I'm gonna say a push. I think Gok gets two the rest of the year. Um okay. let me look this one up because uh this will factor in so you know. Um Kevin Gosman ERA to f- we'll say finish the year. Uh three point three. Three point three? Yeah. And he's what three point nine right now? No, that's what I'm looking right now. He's at four six five. I think this is an easy oh, over. Shit. Easy over. He'd have to y- dominate. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know he must have gotten some stupid shit with the inherited runners last week because uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was lower than that. 
It's the bullpen's listen to, fault. Listen bullpen's to gonna bullpen's gonna screw him. I'll Chris. say this. I'll say this, Chris. Listen, I'm gonna say over. But if Kevin Gosman's ERA at the end of the year is three point three or lower, the Giants have made the playoffs. One hundred percent. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's a good one. Okay, we got four more. Home runs for Joey Bart. Obviously, he just got called up. He's played four games. He's got zero, but I think he'll start hitting some. Okay. Four. It's a really good line. It's a really good line. You know, I'm going to stay over. You think he hits more? Okay. I'm going to push again. I think he hits four in 30 games. Because he's okay. probably going to play 26. Six-ish of those games, he may pinch hit in one or two of them. So he might get up to 27, 28 out of those 30 games. Maybe he'll DH a little bit. Who knows? Could, could. Gosh, man, you got to factor that in too. So yeah, I, for, you say over, you say he hits five. I say he pushes and hits four. I, I think it's six. Well, you know, Rob, if he, <laughs> if he hits six, then just give him rookie of the year, okay? Um, okay. <laughs> Fine by me. Uh, trades. Two and a half. I think this is a great line. This is a great line. And that's, that's not including what's happened. This, that's including this next yeah, yeah. seven days. R- right. Okay. So the trade deadline, two and a half trades. Okay. I'm going to go under. Okay. I think, it really depends on what happens think, the next few days. It does. And yeah. I, th- I, I, think, I think two two is the number. I think two is the number. But – I think with the lack of minor league activity, you know, I think that's why I'm going to go with the under. Because if this was a normal year, I would say, shit, we're, we're dealing, we're doing shit every, every hour of the trade deadline if I'm far on, you know? I think, I think this is the first one I 100% agree with you. And it's factoring, factoring in the minor, the lack of minors. Um, it's not the exposure this year is all that's the problem yeah and the uncertainty and you have to factor in too do teams want to buy in to a 60 game season um, Mm -hmm. for the postseason so I think two's fair I think two is what they maxed out out so we'll both take the under on that okay now here's a really interesting one because I do think this dude's gonna get another shot I think he'll be up soon and that's Jalen Davis at bats and he puts it at 10 at bats for Jalen Davis, yeah, for the rest of the year. Oh, um, yeah, with Hunter Pence being DFA'd, I'm going with over. I, I, I include that too. Pence getting DFA'd, Slater hurt, Duggar. Um, you know, here I'm. I'm gonna say this: they have Stephen Duggar bunning um, with two strikes yesterday. That means yeah. they have no confidence in the bat. I tweeted that. We so, didn't talk about that. I didn't like that. I hate it. I don't think – I don't care if you don't think he can hit it at all. You don't do that to a young kid. I hated that. I, I'm a firm believer. I'll keep it short. It better be a pitcher doing that. Yeah. better be a starting pitcher. I, I, you got an – not an everyday player, but you got a position player, button 0-2 – or not – was it 0-2? There's two strikes. No. No, I was not okay with that. Um, yeah. So, I, like I think – I don't think he's up much longer. Um, I Me And either. they could use some right-handed power. I think Jalen Davis gets another shot. Jalen Davis gets another shot, and we'll hit the over on the ten at bats. So you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, and also because I mean, I believe Jalen Davis is like twenty six, twenty seven. You know, yep. they're not. You know, they don't age is just a number to far on. <laughs> he, he's not going to give up on Jalen Davis just because he had a slow little start to the year. You yeah. know, you know, they traded for him for a reason. I, I really believe that. 
I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, and I, I, I want to see him get another shot. I think he deserves one. Um, okay. Last one. Complete games by a starting pitcher. One. Okay. We just had our first one Saturday with Tyler Anderson. Will they get one more out of this starting rotation? I'm going to say no. Under. Okay. I'm going to – I'm going to uh, – and this is – this is tough because I think the guy that can do it may not be here. I, I'd, I'd say there's a small percentage he gets traded, but I'm going to push. And I think if he's here the rest of the season, which he probably is, I think Johnny Cueto gets a complete game in somewhere. And there's one. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm sure you would. So I say one. And that's – and I do. I think, it's, I think it's Johnny Cueto that does it. I don't see anybody else doing it. I, I just – I felt like Anderson the other night, I felt like that was just such a – such a rarity it was like somebody fell asleep or something they forgot yeah. to go get him like like was what the hell's happening this is 2020 baseball and this guy's just out there like it was no big deal it, it was great to see because it, it reminded me of you know the old days with like Bumgarner and Kane and shit where like oh I'm gonna keep going and let's come yeah every four but, or five starts they were going every all night you know yes yes somebody at least, or at least it was at least it was in your mind that, oh, happen. man, you know, you know, by like the third or fourth thing, oh, this will go the whole game night. Now, I, that's the last thing I think about. I don't, I don't even really consider it. Well, a week, or, a week or two ago, I would have said under because of how Kapler was using the pen. But like we said earlier right. in the show, I, I know, did, maybe, yeah, I know. maybe they're extended a little more. So I'll, I'll say push. I think they can squeeze out one more complete game this year. <laughs> if there's two. The Giants have made the playoff. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, I really do believe that. Something good's happening. That's going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, another fun episode, man. I love, cool. love talking Giants baseball with you. Um, we're going to try. It's it's Monday the 24th, uh, 824. Happy Kobe Day. Uh, Happy Kobe Day. Mr. We're going to try uh, and go again Thursday after. Is that a day game Thursday with the Dodgers? I'm going to assume so. I, actually, I don't think it is, but let me look. It's not. Quick. It's a 505 game. So maybe we can record right before the game. It's a 505 game? It's a 505 game Thursday. What kind of crap is that? I know, which is odd because it's a West Coast game or whatever. Maybe it's a getaway day for – well, it's a getaway day for the Giants, but they're only going to Arizona the next that's day for be, a night game. That's going to be a shadow game. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. That you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Hunter Pence knows what you're talking about. Anyways. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hunter, if you're listening. Well, that game is that game is in San Francisco, so maybe well, a little different, a little different. But anyways, yeah. So we'll try and get together, um, and we may have more trade talk. There might be one by then. I don't think there's a trade in the next three days. I think far, this is a far on. I don't know. So. Who knows? But I think this is a telling series, and we can kind of reevaluate after this three game set. And I think confidently for me, we can go into the trade talk after Thursday that's fair so um yeah so uh what listen for us then hey chris keep hitting us up on twitter man we appreciate the interaction and support um any of you guys listening hit us up on twitter um you know if you don't want it public you want to send it in that you, you slide into our dms uh let us our DMs know are always <laughs> open <laughs> we'll we'll bring them in on here and um we'll, we'll get your name on the air so uh you know, make sure you're following us at Say Hey Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Say Hey Doug at Say Hey Rob on Twitter. And uh, let's go, Giants. Go, Giants. Don't get swept. It's bye bye, baby. History.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.